Welcome back to The Scorecard with Barry Cronin and Mike Esposito, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on Chicago's Sports Radio 670, The Score, and Odyssey Station. Hour two on The Scorecard, kicked off by Canada's finest power trio, Rush, Barry. I have to say I'm partial to Rush. I enjoy them thoroughly. Well, uh, you and uh, many other score uh, hosts, I believe, uh, uh, <laughs> Mike. That that is not a not a not an, uh, a wrong statement there, Mike. Past friend. and past and present. That's right. Uh, and if I was air drumming during the intro to that, uh, I plead guilty because <laughs> I was. Um, awesome. uh, we are yeah. We are back here on the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. We're celebrating the Canadian Open, even though it's. Not really the Canadian Open this week. The, Cana- Canada the canceled music. Canadian Open. The canceled yes. Canadian Open. And because we don't want to go back to the South Carolina music, because this is the third time we've had a tournament this year in South Carolina. So we're, 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 we diverted to Canada, which, by the way, boy, if you look at the list, there's a lot of... Uh, I, I was so surprised. Yeah. Did you know that this guy, The Weekend, is yeah. from Canada? Who I knew? Did. I did. Well, you knew, but you know I. Well, I have a little so, kid, so I I am I am uh, extremely familiar with the weekend. So he, frightening, he a popular... that, frightening that yeah, frightening that little kids are listening <laughs> to some of that stuff. But whatever, oh, yeah. I don't know I don't know much about the weekend, but I'll review his lyrics later and report back uh, that, to the uh, I, to the committee. That sounds like a good plan, and I'm sure we're getting the radio edit version. But uh, yeah, the kids kids these <laughs> yeah. days, right? Uh, this segment presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine, and uh, we are pleased now, Barry. We're going to jump jump on out to the score hotline again. Father's Day is next Sunday. And this means this is one of the rare days uh, for for guys, most of the uh, uh, guys listening anyway, that uh, have children. We get stuff. It's Father's Day. It's our day. We get stuff. Uh, People want to buy stuff for us. So who better than to talk about getting stuff for us than the GM of the PGA Superstore in Downers Grove, Tony Dirks, joins us. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. Thank you guys so much for having me. Good morning, Tony. Uh, Father's Day is awesome. It's like when your whole house turns into a man cave. You get to sit there and watch the U.S. Open from the without any interruptions. People, it, you wake up. It's it's like Christmas because you've got all the stuff, all the golf stuff underneath the underneath the TV or wherever. And uh, what what a day! Uh, wait, I'm not describing that exactly correctly, but anyway, we do we do get to watch the U.S. Open, and, and that and, and there are Father's Day gifts. And uh, Tony, there are very few uh, retail outlets left uh, around Chicago. And PGA Superstore, you have uh, a store in Schaumburg, and then you have one in Downers Grove, and there are a few other retail stores around. But you guys are massive, and you guys are very well known. So I ask you, Tony, general manager of PGA Superstore, what are the most popular gifts that you're seeing this year and maybe always? Yeah, great question. Um, like you said, I mean, Father's Day is uh, kind of the, the Super Bowl of holidays for, for dads, right? Um, yeah. we, uh, we get all sorts of great things, and the day's all about us, and if we want to Sit around and uh, enjoy the final round of the U.S. Open by ourselves or with children. Uh, we we can do that. So, uh, yeah, we've got all sorts of um, phenomenal gift items. Um, you know, ranging from very very simple grab and go. Everyone, every golfer, always needs more ammunition. So, uh, we've got tons of great options on golf balls, uh, ranging from Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X. 
uh, tailor-made, their TP5, TP5X. Um, you get into Callaway with their Chrome Soft line, uh, Bridgestone uh, with their Beast Breeze line, uh, and then, you know, all the other models out there. There's, there's, so many, there, there's so many great options out there now. Right, and with golf balls, you have different price points now. I mean, that some of those balls are 20 bucks a dozen, and others are almost 50 bucks a dozen. Yeah, and we really um, we pride ourselves on helping golfers and people that are buying for uh, for golfers in their lives. We pride on being able to really help them navigate what makes the most sense for their game. Um, we actually even offer a service where we will take you through a golf ball fitting um, to help really narrow it down and wow. find out which ball you know does it make more sense for that twenty dollar a dozen or you know do we want to we want to be on, on the tour level and get up there in that $50 a dozen range. Right. Tony, yeah, I, I understand uh, exactly what you're saying, and I'm sure you get all levels of shoppers uh, and, and people looking for gifts coming in because I'm going to guess you get people, you know, young, younger kids who come in and they have, you know, X dollars and they just want to know, all right, what can I get for this? But I'm guessing you also have people coming in like, you know what, I want to really go all out on this and I'm going to spend a lot of money and I want to get X, Y, and Z. And, you know, you kind of have to go through more of a, a personalized uh, shopping thing with them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we'll see um, we'll see a lot of confused looks uh, on, <laughs> on, on customer spaces this time of year. Uh, uh-huh. We... <laughs> Uh, it's not uncommon to to hear someone say, you know, what do I get for uh, for the golfer that has everything? Um, and that's when we really, you know, we're able to flip the switch and try to get creative and find out exactly, you know, do they have technology in their bag? Do they have uh, a rangefinder, a GPS? Do they have maybe something fun like a, a speaker so they can listen to maybe their their favorite Canadian rock band Rush while they're out there. There you um, go. Now you're talking <laughs> my language, Tony. Um, and, and obviously the equipment side, there's every vendor partner is making just unbelievable uh, equipment as far as performance and distance and uh, forgiveness now. And it, it can be, it can be a daunting task to see all the options out there. And um, we, we really, love to be able to help navigate that you know there's there's a ton of great uh product to choose from and um anyone in in our stores we've got three locations around chicago land um we will be happy to help uh figure out if you need that new sim driver from uh tailor-made or uh, maybe it's the new g425 max driver from ping or could be anything uh anything in between you know, Tony, you mentioned those drivers. It's interesting. And I, I happen to have a SIM driver, so and it's terrific. Um, but you can, if you go through a fitting, um, you may not always hit that um, SIM driver as well as you hit the G4, right? Although I may hit the SIM driver better, depending on the shaft, than you would. So when, you, when, you're, when your significant other says, hey, I'm going to go buy you a driver, $500 driver, that's not always the right thing to do, right? You, you should, if you're going to spend that kind of money, uh, you need to be fitted for that golf club. And I know you do fittings at PGA Superstore. 
Yeah, you're 100 percent right. Um, so we do we do offer free fittings and paid fittings uh, every day of the year, um, and you know it's to figure out exactly what you were saying. You know what makes the most sense for you and your game. Um, but if someone is buying a gift, you know we certainly understand not everyone wants to present a gift card. Um, although we do offer gift cards, um, so a lot of the times, kind of going back to us. Uh, getting creative and really trying to dive deeper into the the needs and wants of whoever you're buying for, um, we'll try to help you navigate and, and and pick out that item. Maybe it's the new Epic Speed from Callaway, and and we'll say, hey, take this home, wrap it up, have that moment of delight with with your significant other, and as soon as they open it, say, hey you're taking that straight into PGA tour superstore and you're going to go through a fitting and we're going to see if we nailed it or if we maybe need to uh, exchange it for another item. It's not a problem at all. Well, that's talking really, with, that's great. That's great to know. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, Barry talking to Tony Dirks of PGA superstore. Uh, he is the GM of the Downers Grove location. And just looking through the website, uh, Tony PGA tour superstore.com. Uh, specifically for, for what we're talking about for Father's Day gifts. Is technology, would that be like the latest? I mean, there's the golf balls we've talked about, clubs, gear, et cetera. Is technology like kind of the new fun thing that people come in asking about? Um, yeah, I'd say technology's uh, definitely changed quite a lot over the last couple of years. I mean, it's pretty hard to uh, imagine uh, a quiet golf course anymore. Most places, uh, you, you hear music being played and, you know, people have got speakers on their bags or in their carts and you see more and more people using some kind of a, uh, measurement device, whether it's a laser or a GPS unit. Um, but one of my favorite, uh, new things in the technology component, uh, would be, uh, the Theragun, uh, specifically the Theragun Mini. I don't know if you guys have seen this or heard of this. Um, but it's a percussive therapy device and it, it's so great to just throw it in your golf bag instead of showing up to the course an hour early and hitting a whole big bucket of range balls to warm up. You can literally use this device for a couple of minutes and I mean, you feel a noticeable difference. You feel like you've maybe done all that stretching and you've hit, you know, half a bucket of balls and you're ready to go and i'm starting to see people use these things middle of the round if you start to tighten up you pull this out you hit your shoulders or whatever might be uh tightening up on you and you're ready to go so that's a that's a fun new device and i i always go back to the the gift for the golfer that has everything that's uh that is a fantastic gift idea for for that individual well, and as we learned in our last segment from uh, Dr. Jim Suddy, the Hall of Famer, less tension creates better tempo. So if you ha- if you got your Theragun out there, after you after you uh, um, block it into the woods on the right, maybe you need a little bit of uh, less tension <laughs> when you're going in there after you find the ball. You know, it would help you help you pitch it out to the fairway uh, better. <laughs> but um, absolutely. But I think that's great. Then the Theragun for if you watch a little golf channel or or uh, you watch some golf coverage on uh, CBS or NBC, whatever. Uh, Colin Morikawa, he's got a 
he's got a commercial for the Theragun, and uh, it, you know, and a f- buddy of mine has one, and it it works pretty well, so it's pretty cool. The other thing was, um, uh, you can't. The other thing was, you, you these Sunday bags, these little bags that you, that you have, wouldn't that be maybe a nice thing for for uh, for somebody to buy for Father's Day? Because uh, these little bags, you can throw three or four clubs in there. Go to the driving range. Go to the uh, a short game uh, area, and or maybe just go play nine holes uh, with your kids. And it's just easy to walk around with, easy to carry, and you don't have to lug the whole bag. You just bring a, you know, a few, uh, a couple of wedges and a putter, and maybe a, a you know, whatever. But uh, it's it, that would be a cool gift, I would think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we carry. In, a, in other words, I, Tony, you can I get that for me. <laughs> in other words, Tony, you can get that for me. Uh, Thanks for dropping the hint. Uh, yeah, noted. Right. Noted. <laughs> Any Cronin children listening, uh, please uh, feel free to head to PGA. Maybe that's or... it's maybe why they moved out of state. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony, as as we let you go, Tony, any uh, any last thoughts? Uh, and I'm sure you guys have. This is I'm I don't know if it's your busiest week, but certainly one of your busiest weeks of the year heading up to uh, Father's Day next Sunday. Yeah, across our company, uh, Father's Day week is is number one uh, in terms of traffic, and um, you know we'll be we'll be fully staffed up and ready, and we'll have the we'll have the experts in place to to help uh, navigate uh, our large buildings. And um, you know, the last thing I would really say is uh, one, thanks for having me again, and uh, two. Um, if you want kind of less pressure on on yourselves for for getting a gift, uh, we've got so much amazing men's apparel uh, options and footwear options. So if you know the size, um, you can have a lot of fun with that. There's so many great smaller brands out there now that are doing fun prints, and um, you know the the William Murray line jumps out to me with us being where we are in Chicagoland. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, he he has a lot of fun with uh, with his golf apparel line. So um, yeah, have a little fun with yeah. with Dad's wardrobe. Yeah, uh, and, and Bill had a lot of fun at the Cubs game yesterday, based on uh, the highlights I've seen from his appearance <laughs> yesterday. So certainly uh, great to, to have you on, Tony. We really appreciate it. And uh, it's PGA Superstore dot com. You are in Downers Grove at that location as well. So go on out and see Tony and get your dad something nice. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tony. Really appreciate you being on. That's Tony Dirks, uh, PGA Superstore. He is the GM of the Downers Grove location. And it really is. I'm on the website, and obviously I'm looking around. I'm already getting ideas. Uh, of course, the idea, Barry, is not that you and I go in and buy things for ourselves, which is, unfortunately, I think where my brain has already started going, yeah. but for people to buy stuff for us. So, uh, Well, my, you know, Mike, it's interesting. It's a, it's a little like Christmas shopping. You know, you go in that's to, right. to shop. You shop for others, uh-huh. and then you go, wow, I like that. And so uh-huh. uh, and you wind up uh, shopping for yourself. But I, I do think uh, it, it is a huge store, as we know, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and there's, they do have a lot of stuff. They've got their apparel lines have uh, to me really they've really upgraded their apparel lines over the last many years that they've been in business and um and so it's uh it's a it's a cool place to go you know as a golfer you just go in there and wander around and oh yeah wow this is just great i just love walking around here you'd rather be there than maybe anywhere other than a golf course well, and I told you uh, earlier in the show, Barry, when I was at Arlington Lakes yesterday at play, after we're playing, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, 
boy, I could use some new shoes. Boy, I could use some new this. I could use some new that. Uh, you could find all that at the old PGA Tour Superstore. So uh, head on out and uh, get your dad something. Get yourself something and uh, enjoy yourself uh, there at, uh, at the store. Uh, I think, we Mike, could... I think I think you're going to get you have to have to trade in those old hickory shafts that you got from your great grandfather. <laughs> I, I could I could definitely use some new ones. We'll uh, we'll have to see what uh, what the family feels about that, though, uh, if they head on out to the store there. So uh, still to come on the show today, Barry, we're going to have some fun with uh, former Chicago Bear Patrick Manley. He is the host of Golf 360, uh, a, a great TV show on our game. We'll talk to Pat. Uh, at 7:40, still more coverage on what's going on in the world of golf as well. More Brooks Bryson stuff. Uh, some Nick Hardy <laughs> news. Nick was on our show uh, last week. We'll we'll catch up on what's going on uh, with Nick. All that and more when we return here on the Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry Cronin, Mike Esposito here on 6:70 The Score. And we're back on the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry, you are now listening to the wondrous sounds of your favorite act, The Weeknd. Unbelievable. If you were it's wondering who he was or what he did, this would be The Weeknd. And I know this because oh, yeah. I've heard the song a trillion times. I'm sure you have, and so have I, actually. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but I, I, I am thinking about the, the baptism uh a ceremony for the weekend. I baptize you the weekend. So that was a pretty interesting, that's a good name. Anyway, whatever. That's a maybe bad, he, but whatever. He is, uh, <laughs> he is uh, a favorite of the He's kids the... these days. And uh, as I said, uh, I get to hear him a lot with my kids. Uh, but yeah, how about that? Yeah, it's Maybe. very, very, very energetic music. I like that. It's uh, it's really got a Can... good beat and it's, a, it's a great. Canadian music as we celebrate the uh, canceled Canadian Open, uh, mm-hmm. which is being played uh uh, instead, they are playing uh, the Palmetto Championship at Congaree in South Carolina. Uh, and as you mentioned, Dust- Dustin Johnson, uh, one of the uh, handful of big names playing there, he is uh, currently in second. But uh, I-, I wanted to ask you, as we welcome everyone back to the scorecard in this segment presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine, uh, we will have Patrick Manley on uh, at 740, host of Golf 360, former Chicago Bear, legendary long snapper and beer maker, uh, he has lots of things going for him, that Pat Manley. <laughs> <You're maker. laughs> but uh, I, I wanted to ask you too, Barry, because we had and we love having Nick Hardy on the show. He's appeared uh, both of the last two seasons, but he's playing on the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, and Nick uh, just missed uh, the U.S. Open. Qualifying. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, Nick uh, was on our show last Saturday, and the yep. reason he was on is he took the weekend off. Uh, from the Corn Ferry Tour, I know he plays a lot out there, and he was uh, and he tried to qualify for the U.S. Open on Monday, which is the longest day in golf when when everybody tries to qualify for the U.S. Open, and uh, he just missed by one stroke, unfortunately. Um, uh, he he was in Springfield, Ohio, which where he has uh, uh, qualified a couple of times before, um, so it's unfortunate. Uh, he unfortunately he double bo- it was a 36 hole qualifier and uh, he double bogeyed the 18th hole of his second round and if he'd have made a par he would have been uh, he would have been at the US oh, Open boy. so and i think if he'd have made a bogey he'd have been at the US Open too so uh, that's unfortunate but the other but another good thing happened uh, uh, his former Illini teammate and good pal from Indiana 
uh, Dylan Meyer, who uh, who is just a, a, a wonderful young man. He's played in the John Deere Classic a couple times um, on a sponsor exemption. He qualified for the U.S. Open, uh, so that's cool. We're going to see Dylan out there. The Illini fans will get to see him. He's a great, great young man, terrific. Uh, another guy that qualified was um, the young man who won the uh, Evan Scholars Invitational by five shots, uh, Cameron Young from mm. New York. Man, he's been on a roll. Yeah. And uh, one of the guys on the Golf Channel asked the, the analyst, would it be possible? This guy's been on a roll. He won two Corn Ferry events in a row by multiple shots. It just dominated the field and then came in and easily qualified for the U.S. Open. And the guy said, was it possible for him to contend at the U.S. Open? And the analyst said, yeah, for sure it is. So uh, that's cool. So some of the people we've talked about, Cameron Young, on this mm-hmm. show. And um, uh, so we'll have somebody to, to keep our eye on. The other thing that happened, uh, sadly, at the U.S. Open was uh, Ricky Fowler did not qualify Um um, you know he he you know he's qualified based on his uh, in the past on his world ranking status, but he's been in a slump now for a couple of years and uh, had to try to go qualify and and he missed by a shot also. But in the classy Ricky Fowler way, uh, one of the most decent guys on the tour, um, he was he had a lot of young kids following him during mm-hmm. his qualifier. And after he failed to qualify, which is really a bummer, because everybody he knows, all the guys he hangs out with, they're all going to be there. Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, those guys. He signed autographs, a lot of autographs for those kids. Um, so just, you know, he just reeks class. So if you're looking for somebody to uh, to root for, uh, Ricky Fowler's a, a one guy to do that. And speaking of class, Barry, and you know right where I'm going now, the uh, Brooks Bryson thing uh, continues to uh, to amuse me. And I know uh, the the comments I saw yesterday from Kepka says that uh, all of this, which is listen, it's fun. We have fun with it. But Kepka says this is good for the game of golf. Well, what what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I I just think it's not. Um, I'm sorry. I know I'm a, I'm you know I'm an old man screaming on my front lawn. I get it. But uh, I thought uh, Brandel Chambly um, had uh, some really good comments on Twitter, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read them if you don't mind. Unfortunately, sure. it's it's pretty Brandel. You know, there is a, a limit to the number of words you can write. Brandel Sham Brandel Sham. For people who don't know, um, after the uh, uh, the Brooks Bryson thing, people at the memorial fans were kind of yelling the word Brooksy at Bryson DeChambeau and were thrown out of the tournament. They were taken out of the tournament. It's very unsportsmanlike and it's not good. It's not like you're sitting in right field at Wrigley Field screaming at the right fielder. You're not. You're five feet away from a guy who's teeing off and it's it's a different fan experience and, and you're very close to the, to the players. It's not cool and it's a not gentlemanly thing to do. So, um, Brandel Chambly, and so so Brooks Kepka then went on Twitter and said he you know he was going to give uh, ultra beer uh, Michelob Ultra or whatever to uh, to people who were doing this and it was really not cool at all. So Brandel Chambly says I've read a few that suggested Brooks Kepka's antics are good for the game. I disagree. Increasingly, the most obscene, profane, or rude posts on Twitter get the most attention. The non-trivial consequences of this, people are increasingly conflating attention 
with accomplishment, escalating incivility. And Kepka has said that this is, quote, good for the game. And I, and I think that, obviously, I don't believe that it is, and I don't think Brandel does either. And, uh, you know, some people have a problem with Brandel Chambly. That's okay. I don't agree with everything he says. But in this case, um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, I think he's right. It's, yeah, and, no. and, and, and let me just say one more thing now as my diatribe continues. Uh, in another <laughs> post, in another post, Brandel says golf is a game rich and renowned for its good behavior slash camaraderie. Do we want it to become rich in its incivility and inured to rude behavior? No. And rude behavior is the point. So, uh, uh, and, and, and as uh, Gary Van Sickle, one of the great golf writers of our time, uh, replied to Brandel. He said, I think Kepka ca- just came up with the, quote, good for the game angle after he realized he came off looking like a bully again. So um, it's uh, it's time for this, uh, for the hatchet to be buried. These people are going to be, these two guys are going to be teammates uh-huh. on the U.S. team versus Europe at the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits, and this must end. Yeah, and I saw something. I think it was our old pal Steve Stricker, uh, Illini's finest, uh, talking uh, to the two of them, not directly, but kind of through the media. In other words, like, uh, uh, let's get our stuff together here, boys, before uh, before we get together uh, on the team, right? That uh, I believe it was Stricker that I saw quoted with that. Well, you have Steve Stricker, who's one of the nicest and most respected decent human beings on the tour. I keep saying that, right, mm-hmm. because there are a lot of really good dudes out there right. and some jerks. Um, but Steve is, uh, is just, if anybody can um, uh, broker this uh, peace deal between these two knuckleheads, mm-hmm. um, uh, it's him. Uh, uh, Bro- Bryson has acted like, like a goof, and so has Brooks, and it's not getting better. They need to end this, and uh, hopefully Stricker can, uh, can get them to bury the hatchet because it's really gone off the rails. This thing with Kepka um, uh, getting in, you know, kind of encouraging people to... Uh, to say Brooksy to, to Bryson, it's not cool. I mean, I know Br- Br- Bryson did a stupid thing when he walked with his metal cleats behind Brooks's mm-hmm. interview with the Golf Channel. That was impolite and uncivil and stupid. So they just need to stop. I, They're children. Barry? Can you imagine? You've got kids on your Little League team. Uh-huh. Can you imagine them doing that? What would you tell them, number one? Number two, let's look back and say, can you, you know, uh, uh, Byron Nelson and uh, Ben <laughs> right. Hogan were, uh-huh. were legendary rivals. They grew up in the same uh-huh. town. They caddied at the same club. But, you know, Ben Hogan was not a, a, a sweetheart of a guy. He was a tough competitor. Um, when Tiger and Phil were going through there, were they at the peak of their careers? They were not, uh, you know, in love with each other. Um, it's, it's changed over the years, I believe. Um, but it, this is just ridiculous. Agreed. Barry, I know I may surprise you with that, but I completely agree. And uh, we'll hope uh, we'll hope it does die down. The more eyeballs on on sets kind of idea that Kepka spun on this. Uh, I get what he's saying, but I, I, I don't think it's the right call. Anyway, we are uh, we are late for a break. We need to uh, step away for a second. When we come back, we will be joined by the host of Golf 360 and a former Chicago Bear. Pat Manley will join us next. It's the Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry Cronin and Mike Esposito here on 670 The Score. And we are back on the Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry Cronin, Mike Esposito here with you. 
Uh, one of the things we love about the CDGA is they're trying to give you some free stuff. Log on to cdga.org slash contest. Register to win a CDGA season starter pack. Uh, in the pack, you'll get an Imperial hat, towel, zero friction super tube with Spectrum at balls, tees, and a universal thick glove. Everything you need uh, to get your season going. So cdga.org slash contest uh, to uh, log in and uh, join that contest, and hopefully you'll win it. Uh, and Barry, now time to head on out to the score hotline. Uh, he is the host of Golf 360, uh, and he's also good old number 65 from your Chicago Bears. Uh, Pat Manley joins us. You find him on Twitter, at Patrick Manley. Pat, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Oh, you bet. Good morning. I was just talking to Adam, your producer, before. Today's an off day for golf. It's too hot. Uh, golf too much yesterday. <laughs> golf too much yesterday. And I'm gonna golf tomorrow. So instead of playing, let's talk some golf. There you picky, go. Picky, 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 boy. When <laughs> right, we play right. a lot of golf, <laughs> good for you. I know. You only. No, I only play between uh, uh, when it's 60, between 60 and 85. Otherwise, I'm out. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. As long, as long as we can be that picky, that's a good thing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Patrick, I watched Golf 360. I had an opportunity to to, uh, to watch it uh, the other day, and it was it's always terrific. Um, you and Dave Dave Lockhart, the, who's been producing a golf show in this city for 150 years, Eons, it seems like. Yep. Um, he's he does a great job, and I think you as the as the host of that show really uh, has has really made it fun and and great. Um, one of the things I was there's a number of things in the show which which is which people can watch on. Uh, NBC Sports Chicago uh, at various times. Um, one of the things that was on there was this uh, thing with the Bernie's Cup. I was fascinated about that. I never, never knew about that. And uh, uh, but tell us a little bit about Bernie's Cup. Yeah. So it's it's partnered. It, it comes from Bernie's Book Bank, which is up in Lake Forest, which is a nonprofit which I'm close with. So it was kind of neat to be able to get this story in the show. But the Bernie Cup is a series of tournaments throughout the Chicagoland and a lot of places where you normally can't play. They're mostly private clubs and I'll just run down the list. We've already had two of them. We had one at Evanston, one at Ivanhoe where I'm a member. And then the future places you can play is Crystal Lake, Hawthorne Woods. Uh, unfortunately, Windstone is sold out. Merritt Club and Sunset Ridge. And what you do is you pay an entry fee and that obviously goes to Bernie's Book Bank, but it's a great day of golf where you're going to have fun. You're going to meet a lot of people. You're going to learn about Bernie's Book Bank, but you also get to compete so the winner of each event, of these seven events, gets to go down to Kenyatta down in south, uh, southern Illinois and compete against each other to see who can win the Bernie Cup at the end of, uh, at the end of all these rounds. So it's a, it's a great way to support a great cause, but it's also a fun way and an easy way to get on some of these great courses we have around the Chicagoland that you might not be able to get on uh, if not knowing a buddy or a friend or somebody that was a member. So it's, it's a great cause, and the first two have been outstanding. We've sold out the fields. Uh, had a lot of fun, and we've got two winners already. All, excuse me, all ready to go down to Kenyatta. That's awesome. And so, if somebody wants to uh, to be involved with this, yep. uh, Patrick, how do they how do they get involved and et cetera? So it's some, just go to BernieCup.org. It's B-E-R-N-I-E-C-U-P.org, and you can sign up there. And there's it'll, it'll go right to the page with all the events. Uh, and the dates, and then you just click the link, you log in, you you, you know you sign up, and and you're in. And uh, it's it's just a great cause, and we've had a, a fun time growing this over the years. Unfortunately, with COVID last year, it slowed the slowed the growth down, but we had a huge jump for seven clubs to jump in this year, and we're hoping to get bigger next year. Talking to Patrick, talking to Patrick Manley here on the Scorecard, uh, and Patrick, I'm sure you mentioned COVID, and we've talked about it on this show uh, the last few years. One of the unintended uh, or unexpected consequences is that as things 
slowly opened opened up, and then you know more so this year. But the game of golf has really uh, boomed. You know, it was one of the few things people could do last year, and now people are are out uh, still packing courses this year. Uh, how has that affected what you guys are doing on Golf 360? And I'm sure you guys are seeing this as you're out and about traveling uh, through different courses. Well, it's funny you bring it up. So last year we did the show and we were down at Tour Edge with David Glaude, the founder and president. And when COVID hit, he was nervous. You know, we were in his building and he's like, I thought I had to shut down my facility, send all these workers home, wasn't going to be able to produce golf clubs, you know, didn't know what the future was going to hold. And the next thing you know, he said he can't uh, hold all the orders. He's selling out. So many people now want golf clubs to get out on the golf course that, uh, you know, it's changed the game of golf. I mean, I think it's really brought it back. I know a lot of the public, or excuse me, a lot of the private clubs around the Chicagoland are sold out. You know, there's wait lists now. So it's maybe if there's any positive to come out of this, it's for the game of golf. I think it's got people, you know, it was a way to get outside and stay socially distanced. And I think a lot of people maybe had their dusty golf clubs in the corner of the garage and they looked at them and said, hey, let's get out and play and buy some new ones. So it's been great for, you know, the golf business all around. So it's it's been... I guess it's a positive, you know, it's an awful thing that's been going on, but if you're going to look at any bright side of the stuff, it's great for the game of golf, and um, it got me out a little bit more, which was which hard to do, but I got out a little bit more. <laughs> how, could that, how does that happen? Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, uh, did you play more or less now, uh, when you than when you were a bear? That's the that's the real question, you know. Oh, I played more. So when I was playing as a bear, we, we well, I'll give you a quick story. So the rundown would be. And Chris Chandler taught me this, the one that kind of really got me into golf, is to get out and golf on Mondays after a Sunday game because it's not physical. You know, you're swinging the club and you kind of get your soreness out. So a lot of us would go out and play on Mondays after our morning meetings and and kind of get that lactic acid out and and get a little loose. And then you'd play uh, Tuesday would be our off day. And then being a specialist, um, me and Robbie or Brad Maynard or a couple guys would run out for nine holes after uh, Friday practice because we'd get out around 2.30 or 3. So I would get it in at least three times a week until the weather got too cold. But I I think I made some uh, people in the locker room not happy with how much golf I was playing. But (laughs) but it worked out okay. Well, I think the key thing you just, uh, the key point you just made there uh, that all of us listeners can uh, benefit from is that you, you tell your uh, your significant other when you're going out to play golf, I have to get rid of my lactic acid. <laughs> there you go. That's uh, another excuse. That's, yeah. that's the thing. You know what? I got, yeah. I got it. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. I was on the exercise bike for eight minutes. I have to go get rid of my lactic acid there you for go. four that's hours. Another Perfect. excuse. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, listen, I, wa- I watched your show, and it was terrific. And you interviewed, or Dave actually went down and interviewed a young man named mm-hmm. Mulby, Mulby Dillard IV, who was on the cover of CDGA Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Um, he's uh, a young man from Hyde Park. I know you didn't do the story, but uh, but you're probably a little bit familiar with him. Um, grew up in Hyde Park, and now he's uh, he uh, was the number one minority golfer in the country. Uh, just such a well-spoken, good young guy. Uh, played at Florida A&M, a historically uh, black college. So uh, he is he's going out on the uh, the Advocates Professional uh, uh, Tour, and uh, it, it was really neat. I thought it was. Really- I lost you there for a second. Say the last part again. Yeah, I just thought it was really great that you did a nice oh, story on Mulby well, Dillard, who is from the he's from Hyde Park, sure. and went to the historically black college down there, number uh, at Florida A&M, mm-hmm. and was the number one minority golfer in the country. Yeah, it is, and it's great that the CDGA. You know, we've partnered up with the CDGA, and I know you guys are as well. And you know, they bring some of these stories to us to to help grow the game, and I think that's a fantastic story. And 
I just I like you know we were talking about COVID and the game of golf growing. I just think it needs to grow everywhere because it's it is such a great game. It's, it's you learn life lessons. It's you get to compete. Um, and I, I'm happy to that we got a chance to interview him. I'm glad. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to do do it. Dave got to talk to him, but uh, hopefully, I can meet him down in the future on the golf course here in Chicago sometime. Absolutely. And and just to that to that point, um, I was out at the uh, out at uh, the old the Sydney Maravitz course, formerly known as Waveland, out on the mm-hmm. out on the lakefront the other day, where the first tee announced uh, did a ribbon cutting on. Uh, they've re- totally renovated uh, that beautiful old clock tower building, which looks great from the outside, but was really totally decrepit on the inside. They've renovated it for uh, the first tee kids there, and it's it's fabulous. Uh, just a great thing, and it was all private money. Uh, even though it's owned by the park district, but you know we're we're, we're just trying to get uh, grow the game in uh, among different demographics and different folks. So uh, it's really a cool story that you did on uh, on Mulby. Yeah, it, it is, and that's funny you say that. I just drove my bike by that the other day, and it's it looks like they're doing a great job with it. And it's it's just you know the game of golf <clears throat> can continue to grow. You know it had a had a strong run you know years ago and kind of went down, and it's coming back. And another part of it too is the caddy program with the Western Golf Association and how they're you know, building that and getting kids more involved with, with golf by being caddies, which gets them on the course, which grows the game, which is outstanding. Right. Last few minutes with uh, Patrick Manley, host of Golf 360. Pat, for me, it's fun. I mean, we've done Bears things in the mm-hmm. past uh, over the years. Uh, you're you're so passionate about golf, though. You can tell just listening to you. So you, you've really uh, found your niche here in, in, in this show with, this, uh, with Golf 360, uh, and it has to be gratifying, especially coming off of your long football career, to, to have bounced uh, right into uh, a, a new venture here. I've been very lucky, you know, to get a chance to, to sit in those seats where you guys are sitting with the score, working with Matt Spiegel coming right out of football. And then I hosted a show called The Chicago Huddle, that um, was on NBC Sports Chicago yep. where I would interview a current player, and that's where I met Dave Lockhart. And Dave, I think golfers know golfers. You know, once you say something about golf, you know, you've, you've got an mm-hmm. instant connection. And yep. uh, Dave Lockhart and I hit it off, and he said, hey, do you want to be the host of the show? And I'm like, heck yes. <laughs> Anything <laughs> golf, please. I'd rather do that than do the Chicago Huddle show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's been great to be able to work in, uh, in my post-career with my two passions or about around my two passions. And golf is definitely one that's has grown on me a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what I would do without it. <laughs> I'd I, probably drive I, my wife more nuts. But uh, it, it's been great. And I've been very fortunate. It's a blast to work with Dave Lockhart. We have a lot of fun traveling around. Uh, this last show, we went out to California and did a piece on indie golf. Um, and that was fun. We went over to Harbor Shores for this show as, uh, as well over in Michigan. Um, you know, have a nice time meeting all those people, sitting down at dinner, having a cold beer, and just getting up the next morning playing golf and, and chatting in front of the TV. So it's not too bad. How has and the? Uh, and, and, oh, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. How 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 has the TV uh, adjustment been? I mean, obviously, as a professional athlete, you're not necessarily you you are interviewed, but you are not often the interviewer. How ha, how has that <laughs> transition been to to hosting a television show? It's it's different. You know, doing the radio, like just talking to you, I can sit here with a cup of coffee in my. Uh, in my living room and just, you know, be natural. Once the TV's on, it's a different animal. You know, you have to learn how to do it. And I think it's like anything else. And Lockhart would always get on me. I called him coach for a while. Uh-huh. And I, I think it's just reps. It's more reps. It's like football. The more reps, the more I snap, the more I 
worked in conditions, weather, whatever, I got better. And I think just with TV, I've still got work to do, but you get better the more you do it. And uh, it's good to have Dave Lockhart, you know, Dave Lockhart getting on me and, you know, coach, he's probably listening right now, uh, getting on me about, you know, how to get better, how to do the stand-ups, how to do things like that, how to get the, the right questions to people um, to get the right answers out that you're kind of looking for and, and the d- direction Dave wants to go with the TV show. So it's just more reps and just doing it more, and, and uh, hopefully I'm getting better at it. Oh, yeah, I think you do great, Patrick. It's, people don't understand how hard it is to do those stand-ups in front of the camera. And the reason I know this is that years ago, um, I worked with Dave Lockhart and did uh, <laughs> little college football updates for him at, in the studio over at Sports Channel. Mm-hmm. Are we on take nine yet? You know, it's just not <laughs> right, easy right, to do. Right. He needs to do a blooper reel of Golf 360. That might get more viewers. <laughs> that that would be that would be amazing. Well, it's Pat, it's we've got to let you go. We're up against the clock here. It's uh, been great chatting with you and continued success on Golf 360. Again, you can check it out on NBC Sports Chicago. Uh, and uh, keep having fun out there on the course. We'll uh, hope right. to see you around. All right, thanks, thanks guys. Pat. Have All a right. great rest of the weekend. You too. That is Patrick Manley, host of Golf 360, former Chicago Bear. You hear him on the score uh, during Bear season as well. Uh, great to talk to Pat. Uh, Tony Dirks of the PGA Superstore, thanks to him as well. Dr. Jim Suddy, Illinois Golf Hall of Famer. Uh, and John Carlson, the head golf coach at NIU, was our guest uh, as well. Thanks to you, Barry Cronin. Appreciate you uh, as always, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Mike. And thanks to Adam Studzinski for producing this show and keeping everything together. Appreciate Adam back at the Score Studios in downtown Chicago. Coming up next, early odds, followed by Inside the Clubhouse. A great Saturday. Keep it right here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score.